Welcome to another episode of There is a System to this Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is October 28th. More importantly, we are officially one week away from November 3rd, presidential election and other elected officials. But let's be real. This is about all the marbles. The big, big, big election. A lot of people are saying that this may be one of the most important elections in the history of the United States. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on who you're asking. But I would say without a doubt, there are some crucial situations, crucial issues that hinge in the balance of this election. I mean, can I say that there has been enough damage in these past four years by the Trump administration? There's absolutely no doubt. I mean, let's say the election goes the way that the majority of the country wants it to go. Joe Biden is elected. But we still have to look at the fact that in Donald Trump's four years, I mean, there have been, first of all, he's placed three Supreme Court justices on the court. That in itself, that's crucial. Then you have to look at all of the you know, and I, and I don't want to blame the whole pandemic situation on Donald Trump. I blame their response. I blame the tactic that they utilize. And for the life of me, I really still don't understand what was the purpose of downplaying this pandemic. I, I, don't, I don't understand what harm would it have been to say where we have this pandemic. Well, you know, I, I guess, you know, I guess from a Republican conservative point of view on their part, it's about the businesses. The businesses pretty much were voicing their opinions. Don't shut it down. because If you shut it down, my business can't make money. He receives a lot of money from business corporations. So I guess you can see it from that point of view, but from the human side of it, it's like, why would you not tell people to take precaution? Why would you purposely mislead people in regards to what the medical personnel are saying that can offset things that have been proven. Other countries that are following their medical doctors and taking the same precautions and getting results. What What is the purpose of it? Don't, the only thing that comes to my mind is that this is something that Barack Obama started 
And as far as Trump is concerned, if Barack Obama has any type of thumbprint on anything, he's going to undo it. Because people fail to mention, excuse me, fail to realize President Obama put in place precautions. He put in organizations. He's put in staff because it was stated that this was coming down the pike. And soon as Trump became president, he deliberately undid everything simply because President Obama was a part of it. And you got to realize that's, I don't know if that's evil. I don't know if that's twisted. I don't know if that's sick. How, how about we just say it's all of the above? That you are that envious of a person to the point where you would want to undo positive results. It's just, even with the Affordable Care Act, something that is so positive, something that is so detrimental to 20 million Americans, and you just simply want to take it away. You want to dismantle. Same thing with the, the Medicaid, Medicare insurance where states refuse to accept the money and they would rather have people fall off and lose their Medicaid, Medicare insurance just because it was proposed by a Democrat president. So states such as Georgia with Republican governors refuse to utilize it. And I mean, it's absolutely free, funded by the federal government. Free, free money. When you look at the fact that their states such as New York and Michigan, California, and these states are in the same program and they get more monthly checks for their individuals with their mental health, mental disabilities, in states like Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, pretty much ass backward states that refuse to take the extra monies from the federal government so it can be passed on to the people. And you would deny these individuals this money because you, you got a problem with the person that put it, that came up with the ideal, even, even, in, you know, and I know in Georgia, President Obama had stimulus packages where he wanted to fix all the roads and bridges, all of the amount of construction that could have been done that would have stimulated the economy. These bastards didn't take the money. Now, now his, his last, and, and Obama's last couple of months in office, oh, they scrambling to get it so they can pass the credit on 
to the Trump administration. I mean, these, but all the time, this, the, the work that is being done today could have been done years ago. But you would rather sacrifice people households for political gains. I mean, oh my God, this, we, I mean, this shit is sick. These people are, I mean, to even say racism. Oh, I mean, this, this, this some sick shit that we got going on in this country. And then you got Trump, you know, without a doubt, without a doubt, President Trump did not create racism. I'm, I can't even give him that. Do I believe that he fanned the fires? Absolutely. Do I believe that he provoked and got people riled up? Absolutely. And I don't even think, I don't even think he realized what he was doing originally. I don't think it was his intention to do it this way. I think, like I said, this, this was a little spark that started smoldering and started flickering and now it's a full blaze. And he's realizing that he needs this full blaze as his base to support his agenda. I mean, wow, this, when you think back four years, and to be, to be truthful, it seemed like it went by fast. But you think four years ago when he came down that escalator spewing rhetoric, you know, of course, everybody was thinking there's no way. There's no way he's going to win. And I mean, look at, and he's, he has not flinched. He has never let his foot up off the pedal. He has been going 200 miles an hour since day one and have all intention to keep going no matter what the results of the elections are. But, you know, hey, first thing I want to talk about is, like I said, we're less than a week away from the election. One of the things that social media has done that I totally disagree with is how they are now limiting what they deem to be negative ads, which again is their definition. It's an attempt to downplay negative and false statements and issues like when you know Donald Trump says the coronavirus is a hoax and you know Facebook and Twitter get on there and say okay dude stop saying that because this thing is real okay I get that that's blatant but when you are saying that you're going to restrict political advertisement people fail to realize this strategy is something in that last week push where smaller candidates, you know, we're not just focusing on the presidential election. 
there are a number of political contests that are going on throughout this country. And that small candidate who has limited funding where they have to make that last minute push, this, this tactic has now been taken away from them. So, you know, when you saying that you trying to rectify one situation, you're hurting another group. And to me, you know, when you do something like this, any other parties, a Green Party, a Libertarian Party, you know, independents, they, they get lost. They get pushed out. This, this is nothing but social media's way of keeping this country a two-party system. And in, in my opinion, this is no coincidence. You know, I don't care, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, these companies, contrary to what people want to say they are social media, they social conscience, blah, blah, blah. They are run by billionaires. And there's no doubt that these billionaires, the mindset of a rich person, a wealthy person, is to keep their money. And individuals like Trump allow for these individuals to keep their money. So in their own way, they are slowly helping a conservative agenda because actually it's Democrats that usually adhere to this tactic of that last minute push or let's say of some type of news bomb comes out about one of the politicians because it's happened. I mean, what's the, the Comey situation back in 2016? When Hillary Clinton, when he released information about her emails and, and whatnot, that was that was a week before the election. I mean, this 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 is bad. It's a bad it's a bad political tactic. However, you know, I'm curious to see how it's gonna play out, but I just I believe that this is this is terrible. Amy Cohen, Coney Barrett is now Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Not going to dwell on this. We saw it happening. I mean, let's be real. What can, what can, what can the Democrats do? Republicans control the House. The nomination, the vote is through the Senate. Republicans control it. You know, everybody yelling, well, four years ago, we went through this. No, four years ago, you got suckered. Four years ago, you laid down. It was eight months. Of course, the Senate was controlled by the Republicans. So they still, they still had the power. They still had the authority. What bothered me even at that time when President Obama chose his, his pick 
he, in my, you know, in my opinion, he capitulated and chose somebody that the conservatives would have approved of, have on record stated a number of times that they approve of this person. Um, uh, Marilyn Garner, Gar I'm not even sure, I'm, I ain't going to try to say the name, but um, they, they basically endorsed this person previously to other um, judgeships, I guess the word, the term I'm trying to look for. But because it was Obama's pick and they had the authority, they didn't have to, they didn't have to make a move on it. But what bothered me is that President Obama, he chose somebody that would be appeasing to both sides. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I can't stand when Democrats do this. He should have, even, even if that person went down in flames, he should have chose the person that he truly wanted to have. Even if it would have just brought recognition to that person brought recognition to their policy their politics instead like all situations democrats they slump their shoulders and they try to slouch slouch their way in on things while the republicans they standing straight up shoulders held back and they kicking in the doors. And no matter what, you're going to lose every time. However, you know, you know, people use the term that the court is stacked. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, this is the law of the land. President of the United States get to choose the Supreme Court justice. Fate would have it. A Supreme Court justice passed away. In fact, um, in Trump's in Trump's term, he like I said earlier, he picked three people, three people, and this is what we're gonna have to do. This this is a generation, cause they got they've gotten smart. They're not focusing on experience or even wisdom. They focusing on age. They focus on longevity. This woman is 48 years old. So we're talking about at least between 20, 30, you know, nothing, you know, you know, heaven forbid, nothing happened to her. 20, 30, 40 years for this woman to sit on this bench along with the other justices that came along because that's what Republicans do. They focus on longevity. They focus on judges that are under 50. Democrats focus on the experience. They focus on the knowledge of the law. So, of course, their judges, they're coming in like 55, 60, 65 years old, which rightfully so. It really should be that way. But come on now. The Republicans, they just... When are people going to realize the Republicans, they don't play fair. They don't. The thing is, to, I'm not going to say they don't cheat because I believe they cheat. 
But the thing is, they will bend that rule, but they won't break it. But my thing is, from an individual, you know, my advice to people after she was sworn in, if you have any existing condition, pre-existing condition, diabetes, hypertension, sickle cell, myself, open heart surgery, anything, you need to get better. You need to rely on yourself and take care of your health. Go for a walk, join a gym, exercise, watch what you eating. You have to stop relying on the government to do right by you for the betterment of your health. It is your responsibility to take care of yourself, especially from a health point of view, because they have shown that they're going after anything that was decent, anything that is just, it makes absolutely positively 100% correct. They're going after it and they don't care. And you have to understand if Donald Trump loses tomorrow, it don't matter who's in the White House. It don't matter who controls the Senate or the Congress. The Supreme Court of the United States is set. And it's going to be set for at least, it really, it's going to be conservative for at least the next 25, 30 years. So anything that you feel that will benefit this country from a conservative point of view, you, you can scratch that. Yes, it's, 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 in some situations, John Roberts has surprised, surprised individuals, but now that's when he had the deciding vote. He don't even have that anymore. So it's, you know, it's every man and woman for themselves. You know, the thing is, not to change the subject, but, you know, this thing with Donald Trump, he was in Michigan yesterday, and he's applauding the group, the individuals that were plotting to kidnap the governor of that state. And yeah, I get it. You know, people in the audience, they going to cheer. They, you know, they, they, they that stupid. But what we have to realize is that this, this is what, this is what we're faced with. And I, you know, I had the discussion with a dear, beautiful friend of mine. And we were just talking about God's role in all of this. And it, it made me think of a quote by Fannie, Fannie Lou Hamer, Miss Fannie Lou Hamer. And, you know, she, she stated, you can pray until you faint, but unless you get up and try to do something, God is not going to put it in your lap. 
what my friend and I was talking about, we were saying we as people, and I would even say black people, we rely so heavily on God's intervention. You know, how did God allow for this to happen? Why isn't God delivering us? And I keep saying to people, God, the, the mo again, going back to Donald Trump, the moment he came down that escalator, spewing all that rhetoric, that was God saying, okay, I'm, I'm giving you something. Right then and there, the urgency should have been there. And I know people saying, well, Hillary Clinton, blah, blah, blah. You know, you listen to the rhetoric of the of the Russia tapes and all Wikipedia, you know. Evil is evil. Even when people say things like, well, it's the lesser of the two evils. No, I'm sorry. Hillary Clinton might have her way, but I won't say Hillary Clinton is evil. Donald Trump is evil. The statements that he make, the statements that his family has made, he, they are evil. I can say Hillary Clinton, she might be bad. I don't even want to say she's bad. She just, I think she's just power hungry and do anything to get it. But I can't say she's evil. But the me, and, I, you know, I try not to get biblical with this, but, I, you know, I'm called like it is. I am a spiritual person. I am a God-fearing person. And I like to use the stories of the Bible to correlate certain situations. To me, when Donald Trump came along, it was a prime example of the good because I believe that the majority of people in this country are good. The good people stepped aside and basically allowed for what we call the uneducated. We can call them whatever they want, what we want. You know, we use terms like the uneducated. What bothers, what bothers me is that there's going to be a consequence for that because when the good, it's not just that the good were outdone by the bad. It's the fact that the good stepped aside and did nothing. It's that the good allowed for the bad to do this and in the mind of God that is just as much as a travesty in regards to those actually committing the sin itself this is the same situation when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and then time passes and then all of a sudden, the children of Israel, they make a golden calf and they started worshiping the golden calf. Well, it's the same situation. Donald Trump is the golden calf. 
the good stepped aside because they allow for themselves to become divided. Because the thing is, good is good. There's no division in doing right. But somehow, the good allowed for them to be divided while the bad or the evil, they came together. See, people like to say Donald Trump created this. No, it was there. It was always there. White people have always felt this way. They just been, they, they, they've been given a green light to come out and spew their rhetoric. And they found somebody. It started off simply when he said President Obama was Kenyan. Well, I mean, born in Kenya, excuse me. And from there, the birth certificate. And people took up that rhetoric. And no matter how much it was a threat to President Obama and his family, he pushed it and pushed it to the point where his, his limelight grew. And then people made suggestions, hey, you should run for president off of your stupidity. You think I can win? Oh, yeah, because there's enough stupid people in this country that will support you. I mean, when we designated the majority of his supporter as the uneducated masses, he's the king of the ignorant masses in this country. And what people fail to realize, he has a large following. Yes, there are a number of people that have a hopeless mentality. There are a lot of people in here that just giving up. They want to blame somebody for them having nothing. But that is not the majority. I mean, let's be real. Hillary Clinton, she got the majority. She had a higher majority. It's just, of course, we have the electoral college system. But still, it shouldn't have even been that close. And I'm a firm believer. God is going to let us know there's a consequence for this happening. It could, it could be the coronavirus. And I'm not, I'm not saying that this is some type of punishment. I'm not saying that I have no sympathy towards those who contracted this virus, over 200,000 deaths, which in my opinion, this, is, this has affected well over a million people because those loved ones that have, who, who, who lives have been lost, they left friends, they left family, they left children, wives, husbands. They left these people behind. But people have to understand, there's a consequence. There's going to be a consequence. It's not going to be like, okay, God, fix it. And God be like, okay, um, you know, y'all messed up. Let me see, snap my finger. 
and everything back to normal. No, there's a consequence. And see, we don't understand when God says, okay, I'm going to come down. I'm going to fix this. But let's keep in mind, this could have been resolved by you all because I gave you the mindset. I gave you the ability. I gave you my spirit to do so. But you got relaxed. You stepped aside to see what evil could really do. And that is the situation that we are currently in now. Now everybody got a taste. Everybody got a dosage. Now everybody's saying, okay, yeah, we had enough of this. We learned our lesson. You know, God, please, can you fix this? God was like, yeah, I got y'all. But you best believe for my services, it's going to cost. Some form or fashion, it is going to cost. On that note, I'm going to end this podcast. As always, I would love to hear your opinions, your views, your questions, your agreements, your disagreements. I would love to hear it all. Please follow my page on Facebook. Write your comments, your expressions about any of the things that I said in this podcast or things that I post to my Facebook page. I love hearing from each and every one of you. Until next time, this is There Is a System to This Madness podcast. I am Osaze Shabazz. God bless. Please be safe. And please, please go out and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Go out and vote. God bless. You all take care.